0: one next step. That's one eight hundred six three nine eight seven eight three. Or text next step to five three three four two. New York call the twenty four seven Hope Line at one eight seven seven eight Hope and Y. Or text Hope and Y four six seven three six nine. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film. If only in theaters May seventeenth. Do you want to tell people the big news?
1: My solution is plushcare. Plushcare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify.
0: Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss.
2: Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. You're, welcome back to las vegas you're listening to the crazy sexy cool podcast where we give our black ass millennial opinions about the crazy the sexy and the cool hot topics i'm Becky, and i'm joined <laughs> i'm joined by and elizabeth and we make up a wild collection of sagittarius sagittarius this, what's up yeah. here, y'all Look, wake up, Liz.
3: Wake Fuck. up, Liz. I'm up, I'm up, y'all.
2: <laughs> oh, 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 Lord. Uh-huh. You're oh, barely here. <laughs> You're barely with us right now. Why are you so <laughs> tired?
3: <clears throat> oh, well, you know, we had a long, 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 long trip in uh, California this weekend. and literally just got back <laughs> this morning. Yeah. <laughs> I'm tired y'all <laughs> you are out of it dog What the fuck <clears throat> so, Listen I other, got home, other than I tried fighting. to take a nap And my baby every 30 minutes in that nap She woke me up And I'm not even over exaggerated And it wasn't even It just was for kisses And mommy mommy
2: I'm like baby just please give me an hour <laughs> Motherhood they, it, You know we don't get those breaks We don't get the luxury of a nap yeah. More than 20 minutes, maybe now. Prince, he busted my Do you want to know a cool fact about Jupiter? I'm like, No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, I like I the way he say Jupiter, Jupiter, <laughs> yep. so okay. proper. He has a British accent, we'll talk about that another day. <laughs> 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 but yeah, we were all in LA this weekend. Um, I think we're At all the same exhausted, same but same
3: time, like At same time. Okay,
2: keep going. <laughs> hey, we ran well. We didn't, but y'all ran into um some <laughs> <laughs> I gotta
1: tell you how this story went, right? So
2: we and yeah,
1: the- yeah, this We had this function, right? This Hollywood function or whatnot. And, you know, it's dark as shit. It's dark as shit. They got like a purple light in here. You'll barely like see and it's smoke everywhere because it's like it's for a weed company, so it was like we smoke everywhere. We just up posted up against the wall and my back is turned like this. Like back is like turned towards the room, but but like um Elizabeth can scan the room, right? And all of a sudden I feel someone like brush my shoulder and walk right past me and go straight up to E and was like, You're Elizabeth Simmons. looked <laughs> <laughs> at him like, What? And then, and then I and then, was had on this damn, this damn hat, and you know, he, he on some casual, like when they said casual, you know, we like, he's on casual, casual sweats, like, so, and um, I looked, and she, he was like, and then, like, uh, Eve was like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> like, she backing up, like, who the, he was like, you don't know who I am? He was like, it's Walsh. and then I pushed him, and I was like, what What's up? Yes, she did. <laughs> he looked me dead in my face and like was like, What's oh up? Goodness. Like didn't recognize who the fuck I was. <laughs> didn't fucking recognize who the fuck I was. It was like, oh yeah, yeah but back to you, Elizabeth Simmons. <laughs> like and I was like, she was like she was like, was that's meek and he was like, Meek and then like gave me a big bear hug. But it was it was so dope running into him. Let's it just say random. Let's just say WASP was lit, 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 was lit, lit, lit. Hey, I'm so glad <laughs> I missed out. <laughs> I mean, I'm mad, but I'm not mad. I, I was about to say, you're not really <laughs> mad. Man. You're mad that they the whole because it's WASP, but you're not mad that you missed out of that, like that function.
2: Well, you know what? I'll say this for the second time, I had a really great time in LA. I feel like when we went, the three of us, You know, in the summer, we just got the nice Airbnb and we just chilled and kick it. That was fun. The only thing I didn't like is the fact we didn't get a chance to do Runyon because there was no parking.
1: Parking. Next time, we're definitely Ubering, okay? Like, for <laughs> sure. Anytime we that. go anywhere, let's just say this. Anytime, like, we can have a car, Like, say you want to go to the store or whatever. But if we go into any function, any, like, oh, let's go hiking, we are Ubering because we're, I'm not dealing with parking. But the only thing, like, but the
3: only thing about park. Ubering right now in in um, L.A. is because they're still kind of on lockdown quarantine. So the wait for Uber is long still. Like, how we had to wait for Uber in Vegas in the beginning of quarantine, the wait for
1: Uber out there is... Long. Oh, my Ubers were popping up two minutes, four minutes. Like yeah, I, I didn't have no issue. Maybe it was the place. Like maybe it was the where where we were because I didn't have an issue this time around. Yeah, I was downtown
3: and mm-mm. I scheduled yeah. mine. Oh yeah. Like before, did.
2: if I know what time I'm leaving, I schedule my shit. You know, just trying to yeah. be organized. <laughs> never know or what time I'm so yeah. <laughs> but when I got home Prince was like attached to me I had him like yo I'm carrying mad bags and he's literally like pulling on my shoulders I'm like look don't jump on me right now I'm carrying all this stuff he's like okay I'm sorry but I'm like you know he's excited to see his mama because you know with this whole quarantine he's so used to just having me at home so Mm. the minute like I can go check the mailbox and I come home and he's like oh my mom's home like Aww. it's so nice though to have someone looking forward to you like coming I mean, in the house but bruh i'm exhausted yeah, i'm exhausted
1: yeah. oh my god, I, so, I came i came i came two days earlier than y'all i still haven't caught up yet yeah because so, tomorrow's what school were you
2: do why were you, so, what? Exhausted?
1: you, mean why why you so exhausted was... because elizabeth had me out until four in the fucking morning and then I had to get up at six to be up to be at my flight at
2: seven. Like, I was a winner. What <laughs> is the? <that? laughs> what is there to do in L.A. after one forty-five?
1: We were at that function. I just told you, like
2: yeah, it was at I the private event. So
1: it, it went on that long. We didn't leave. We class? didn't leave the house until twelve. And it was still going on. Oh, you know. was on Vegas time. Yeah, oh. it was like oh. on some straight Vegas time shit. But it wasn't a, It wasn't like a club. It was like an office. So it's like private property. So you can. It's like having a. It's like a house party. You can have okay. people in there however long you want. And people were still there when we left. Okay. And then when I when I landed, I had to still you know, you know, had
2: to get mom, shit done, so. be an adult. So, yeah. yeah. No breaks. So um, I have a question. Meek, you sent something to the group chat where. I guess it's one of our listeners maybe, or someone had a comment to one of your uh, posts in your story about Mm -hmm. Kamala Harris. Can you tell our listeners what you posted and what the response was? Um, Your response was, you know, uh, the
1: 20th was the inauguration of Biden and Harris and everyone else that was like new to the cabinet and everything, all that stuff. So you know like on this show I've spoken about my opinion of, of Kamala you know and even though I don't agree with some of her policies and 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 even like her being selected I do understand and I'm talking about on a politician level right I'm talking about just like like politically but I do understand the importance of what she represents so I I back that I'm a, I'm a dark complected African-American woman. I completely back that, you know, so I posted, you know, dang, I don't remember the. I posted like some important names, Harriet, um, Rosa, Angela, and then I put Kamala. And it was just basically those, those were just a few, a handful of women that that are so important in our history. They made important decisions and they and that marked them to be, you know, important important leaders and within the American history and within a black black history and also American history. So I just thought like I just want to acknowledge her for that. Like, you know, for for being not only like female but a black woman at, to have such a high position is huge. Like to grow up and seeing like, oh wait, her hair is like my hair her skin is not that far from my skin i remember growing up and not seeing black people on the screen i remember that i remember like not you know knowing or like facing certain issues and like going to drugstores stores and not having you know products to to match me or to tend to my skin or to like tend to my problems like or to see um TV shows that didn't, that they family didn't look like my family. We only had one family and now it's the Huxtables. (laughs) Like, you know, so, or the the Winslows. But, you know, like, so representation is huge. And so this guy saw my post and he was like, you're tripping. She's not even black. And I was like, I was like, well, if you're trying to, if you're trying to, you know, indicate that she's biracial, I was like, yeah, you're right. I was like, she's, she's indian right like like it's Mm -hmm. indian american and black and i was like but but it's not about it's not about like her ethnicity it's about her color like you know like her features what her features look like and at the end of the day you look at her you damn she damn sure ain't white (laughs) like you know she's not she She ain't white so like and let's just say this if 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 somehow you know, shit was to go back into time and that damn, you know, slave wrangler came around, her ass would be out, you know, picking cotton or in the house with everybody else. Like, they not going to be like, oh, yeah, you're biracial. No, it's the whole one drop rule, you know, the the one drop paperback rule. So, yeah. What did and you so- say to him? Um, I, I went on and I explained it to him and like, you know, and the sad thing was like, he has a daughter, but his whole argument was about like, cause he too didn't agree with some of her policies. And his point was that, but, but look what she did to get that position. And it's like, so just because she is of a certain color, we ignore, you know, the, as he would say, like the shadiness of, you know, of how she got her position. I'm like, well, if you really buckle down to that, then, like, a lot of them have made some shiesty, shady-ass moves. You know, that's the whole thing about politics. Like, if you really want to, like, will it in. I do believe, I I do agree that, like, as as the black community, we do need to be more selective on who we choose to be our heroes. But, we but like, you have to count a win as a win. Like, you can't sit up here just because someone don't have a, a perfect record and be like, oh, but, yeah, like, you know, this day you did this. you know, And it's like, no, your kid's not going to look at it and look at it that way. Your baby girl's not going to look at it and look at it that way. They just not, you know? He understood, though. He wasn't ignorant. Like, he wasn't ignorant about it. And that's the thing that I think is important. And that's another thing that 2020 has taught me is, like, you can't shy away from those type of conversations. Like, colorism runs deep within our, like, it impacts our community on, like, to me, I think more than racism, and the reason why I say that is because people don't realize how they contribute to continue to perpetuate that that whole uh, negative narrative of colorism,
2: you know? So, so I... The definition of colorism is prejudice or discrimination against individuals with a dark skin tone, typically among people of the same ethnic or racial group. It's within the community of those with a darker skin tone. So you have Black people who face colorism, you have... um Uh, Asians who face colorism, Indians and, uh, you know, it's it's in the in the Latin community for sure. So it's it's really all over. But I feel like with us as black people, we have to deal with racism from from non-blacks and then deal with colorism within the black community. So it's like this double whammy where, like, I, I remember, you know, coming up. My mom, she's a dark skinned woman. My dad is, you know, a dark skinned man. And so there were always jokes about where I came from, because I have always, my family, my friends from back home always considered me to be yellow, to be, you know, I've you know, been called high yellow. I've been called all the names. And when I was a little girl, I used to go to the swimming pool every day during the summer. And I just loved how brown my skin would become because I look more like my mom. And my mom, you know, she's beautiful as hell. She was always compared, like, you know, guys would call her names like Foxy Brown or, you know, they give her these cute, you know, sexy chocolate, you know, type of names. And I just thought that was so hot. I maybe because I was a little bit lighter than everyone else that people would they wouldn't comment on my skin tone and try to make it seem like I was attractive. They always, you know, made a point to show love to the darker skinned girls. So that was my thing. I was like, I want to be darker. I want to be darker like like everyone else in my family. And going to middle school and high school and not saying that I was picked on for my skin tone, but I that was my first time really being like singled out in a way. And even like different friend groups would be like, you know, all of your girlfriends are like dark skin. How, why do you always hang out with dark skin girls? It's like, I, I I don't know. Cause my whole thing with complexion within our community is like, it's subjective because of course it varies from person to person. To some I'm brown skin, to some I'm light skin, to some I'm caramel or they you're a lighter brown skin girl. Like it's just, right. you know, and it's just so annoying. I put colorism in the same category as racism. It's just like. It's here. Yeah.
1: No, it's definitely Even though there. these
2: conversations, these conversations are really important to have and we can change minds like person by person, but it's just so deep within the black community that I just don't see it going yeah. anywhere anytime soon. No, facts.
1: Yeah. And then like like all about you, uh Elizabeth, because like you're a little different. You know, your features are different. Because I know I have a girlfriend that has similar features and like people would swear up and down she's not dark skinned just because her hair is softer.
3: See, um, yeah, I wouldn't necessarily say people wouldn't say that I was not dark skinned because my skin was, um, uh, because my hair was um, a little softer or curly or whatever. Um, I still got picked on for being dark skinned as well, but at the same time, I used to get you're pretty for a dark skin girl, which you guys heard before, I'm sure. You're yeah. pretty for a dark-skinned girl. And growing up, I didn't really understand what that meant. So, you know, younger, I'm like, okay, I went with it. Until I started hanging around, like, more dark-skinned girls and seeing how they were being treated. And it didn't make me feel good at all. Like, why are you singling out my friends? These are still my friends, you know? And um, just, just to hear that growing up and not understand. And then now that I'm older and understand what that means... I hate it. I hate hearing it when a guy says that to me. Now it's a complete turn off. Um, it's disrespectful oh my in my eyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like you're not getting anywhere with that.
2: And um, I started question. Got on to, as well. have, what? Have you guys ever like you know like meet a guy and he he says something like you know I've never dated a girl as dark as you. Look. Look. Like it's guys who act like dating a dark skinned girl is just so far away from their personal preference that it's like you should be special that I'm even talking to you because I usually date (laughs) light skinned girls. It's it's it just it it's so
1: many levels to it and um I definitely I I I had a conversation yesterday and I had a conversation today. And I'm still kind of like processing those conversations, but I realized the trauma that is packed onto it because like at the end of the day, you're, you're in a state of survival. So sometimes you don't stop and think about like how things are actually impacting you, like even tell like how you carry yourself about, you know, even sticking up for yourself. You know what I'm saying? Because it also tacked along with being dark skinned and certain characteristics, where it's like, you know, let me let me show some some passion or something, and I'm automatically deemed to be a beast. You know, that might sound like I'm over exaggerating, but it's I'm not. Like I, you know, because I have such you know I I have such passion in my voice. Why are you so angry? Why are you so upset? Yeah. I could just be standing there, and just just in my head, and it's like. Smile, why? Like, and it's like, it's, I, and I do think it's in, in, and to me, I start thinking about colorism. It's like, yes, like you know, we're talking about specifically the black community, but like, you just think about like when you go back to the Bible, when you think of dark and light, you know what I'm saying? Everything that's considered dark is like negative. You're going to hell. You're it's affiliated with the devil, so on. Whereas light is affiliated with like, oh, heaven, God, so on and so on. I think, I think it even goes deep into that you know, personally,
2: but I hate that shit.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I really yeah. do.
2: I, like... You ain't. know, colorism, it really creates, like, this stereotype of, like, what's acceptable blackness, and that is just so unfair because no one mm-hmm. chooses to, to be born a certain complexion or a certain race or color or to have, you know, a certain tep- uh, texture of hair, and, and you know, it's all... You know, when it comes to beauty standards, it's all learned behavior. Like it's all people say it's a preference, but it's really like taught and people don't understand that this has been pushed at at the entire world. Like it's not just here in the United States. It's It's everywhere in Brazil, South America. My God, like you wouldn't if you if you just look at like a pamphlet or a travel guide to to South America, you see all these, you know, lighter brown skinned people yeah they will not show you the darker skin the darker skin citizens people. of these countries. And this is the wildest thing to me because, um, I'm not I think we may have had this conversation. You know, Tashina Arnold, you know, who played you yeah. know, our lovely Pam and uh on the show Martin, she is a mega superstar in Brazil. She is a mega star because the black people in Brazil love her character on Everybody hates Chris Rochelle. They Mm, love her because this is this is their exposure to a woman who is dark skinned and looks like them. And she's not being portrayed as a crazy, you know, or evil person or a bad person. She is a funny, beautiful, great mother, you know, to her kids on this show. So she um, went on an interview. She was like, I love going to Brazil. They treat me like Michael Jackson when I'm there. Just because, you know, we always say representation is super important. Yeah, And -hmm. this show being syndicated in Brazil means that much to the citizen. Like, just that one funny-ass show, they love her because she looks like them. But we would never know this shit.
1: Nope. Not
2: not one bit. Like, if you go to her Instagram, her comments are just Portuguese. Because they love her that much. They're just commenting... All over her shit. So, you know, awesome. the beauty standards are learned. It's it's across the entire world. But but I feel I, like people try to write it off as like, oh, well, that's just my preference. No. And it's and like it's like, no. Let's,
1: let's clarify that, ladies, because it's a very thin line be- between, like, discriminating and preference. And yeah. I think that if a physical feature completely, like, prevents you from, like, getting to know someone or, like... You know, like, say, okay, granted, if you see a picture of someone. Of course, you're we're, we're looking at the physical. But if you're meeting someone, and y'all hit it off, and y'all like got chemistry. But you like, mm, yeah, but she dark. Like, mm-hmm. bro, that's discrimination. That's not a preference. That is straight discrimination because at the that's end of the prejudice. day, yeah. That, that's, yeah, yeah, it's prejudice. Like that. That is not a preference. Now, granted, like you can sit here and be like, you know, like. I do. I, I, I don't have nothing against people wanting to date within their own race because I understand that because it's like, oh, we have a lot in common. Like you can you understand certain things about me. I feel like that's more of a preference. But even that can even have a thin line where it can like cross over into prejudice. So, yeah, like when you just when I hear men talk like that and knowing I look like they mama, then that to me, that's the <laughs> right. fucking red sign. That's a yeah. red sign. The fact that I look like your mama. I like I'm similar. Like and you like, oh yeah, nah, I'm not. I can't.
2: When I tell you I've broken up with a guy because uh he, he said that he wouldn't date anyone darker than me to so make me feel like I like barely meet I barely world. met his his uh you know Fairness. his preference. And I was just like yeah, his standards and I was just like Okay, but if you look at his daughter, when I tell you she was chocolate just like him, and I'm just like, what does that do to her? Whenever you introduce her to your new girlfriend and every woman that she's meeting is mad light. Like, what does that do to her confidence? And for those men, though, like, really think into that because it's like,
1: if the woman is educated, bringing money, like, sense of humor, looks good. She's just her, her skin complexion is just the wrong skin complexion. <laughs> like, and then another thing that I don't get is then, like, those, those, some of those men are the same men who will go and date a white or a, like a lighter skinned woman who goes and get a fake tan. Like, <laughs> that, like, that. that right. That
3: doesn't make sense.
1: About, like, mindfuckery. I'm like, that doesn't make sense, bro. You got self tanner all on your sheets because. <laughs> because you have this preference of dating fair skin but I do, I had a conversation. I remember a conversation I had years ago where uh, a man actually voiced that like he, he saw he remember being young and like witnessing some of the bullshit his mom had to go through and like at that age he was able to identify it like oh it's because she's the color of her skin and so like he you know told me that it was because he doesn't want to bear children and see them go through the same thing so if he can have that selection of like oh well having my child be of lighter complexion because i know that they're not going to go through the same turmoil that i saw my mother go through and it's like even that i i get it but like i i don't think that's the answer i think the answer is like us seeing someone like Kamala Harris in, in position, us seeing more shows, us seeing more representation of us in different lights. Like like um Insecure, like what Issa did with Insecure. Right. There's not just mm-hmm. one type of black girl. There's so many different types of black girl. We love all types of fucking music. We eat all types of fucking food. Like everyone ain't got an attitude and roll their neck and like
2: clap when they talk, you know? <laughs> like... <laughs> if that's not the case, you know. And so I have a question: the women or men in your lives as a kid, did anyone ever tell you that your skin was beautiful? No, no, really, no. like no, no one, no one said your black is beautiful. Your, no. you, your, I didn't your your black
3: is beautiful until
2: like now. That's recent, uh-huh. right? No. Yeah, no, no, you know, no. I. I, I I, I didn't get either. On. But I like I said before, I feel like it had a lot to do with like, well, she's a little bit lighter than everybody else, so we're not gonna like gas her up. So mm-hmm. I was never told that my skin was was nice. Yeah. No, I,
1: never, I, I actually tried to I, I had my mama buy me bleaching cream because I wanted to bleach my skin. Like I hated it. I hated oh. training I hated training in the summertime because I would get so fucking dark. Dark. Like I hated it. Like I hated it with a passion. You know, I never did yeah. that. Um uh but even on the contrary though, because it's not just on the dark skin, like you said, like you're you're of a lighter complexion than Elizabeth and I, like my my son, with him being biracial, like I'm I'm having to be his protector on the light end because everyone mm-hmm. wants the like the first thing they comment on is his skin. The first thing they comment on, Elijah's a beautiful, he's a beautiful child. Big old eyes, huge personality. First thing that they mm-hmm. talk about is his Where did he get that from? His mama. <laughs> <And> <laughs> so, like, he, like, I had to, to have a conversation with my mama, like, with my mother. Because the first, like, when he was eight months, calling my son white boy.
3: Mm-hmm. What's up, yeah. white
1: boy? No. We're not doing <laughs> that. Nip, nip that at the bud. shit in not, because yeah. if you look, you look around. What's up? Light, bright. None of that. I don't want none of that because my, you not my son's not about to grow up with a with a complex for what he is. And then like, and the thing I do love about Eli is like he loves like you see him color. All of like his avatars are black. Everything is black. Like he's not trying. He's yeah. not conflicted. Even when he looked at his daddy, his daddy was like, "What am I?" And you and if for you know, y'all know, how, like his dad is his color, and, and Eli's like, "You're black." You know what I'm saying? Like so he. Yeah. There's no. You know he. I, so far, I don't see any kind of like him being conflicted as to what is black vs white. But no, we're not doing it light bright white boy. No,
0: like, and yeah.
1: I, I'm talking about some point. Like, they like you. You making no-, no? I'm not making nothing out of something. You don't understand how that impacts a child. Like, you look around it really and does. All your kids. I mean, all of
2: your relatives are darker than you, and they calling you white. So, I have a question. Do you think? What do you think women's role in colorism is? Because I think, personally. I see a lot of girls clown lighter-skinned men. You know, they say, like, you know, oh, you acting light-skinned, or yeah. you doing this and doing that, or I don't date light-skinned guys, I don't do this. What do you think the women's role in all of this colorism? I,
1: well, <laughs> see, question. I was I was going to take a different approach because I think it's, like, with uh, amongst other women. I don't like the fact of, like, w- when I hear women say oh no 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 I'm not dark I'm I'm brown like and it's like as though like is there something wrong with being like like well is, yeah they've been like, cause, conditioned. So, Cause in my so in my head it's simple. It's very simple. It's either you're biracial light skin or your your dark skin i'm not about to go like at the end of the day when you go into black or just african descent there's so many fucking shades it's impossible crayola crayons can't even crayola can't even make a pack of crayons to cover all of the shades of black you just can't you know so if we really want to like go down into it like you talk about darker light i look at like someone that's like of elijah's complexion as like okay you know, or somewhere or um or uh Gina, you know, Gina from Mark. that complexion, like, okay, you're light skin. And then I just think dark skin. That's just how I see it. And it's like, oh no, 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 no. I'm not dark. That's not I'm not dark. I, because like when you say if someone say you're light skin, you don't hear the people say, No, 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 I'm not light. I don't hear that. I but if you try to put them in the dark skin category,
2: they're like, oh no, don't put me I'm not with them. I am. That was in the middle. Mean. That was me. Don't put me in the light skin category. I was a little bit sensitive about that. So when people call me light skin, I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm brown. I'm like, relax. Right, or even if I am brown. that girl. That's like, I'm cool on that. Yeah, light like, like, skin girl.
1: If you just say brown, like that's even cool. You know, because I understand where it's like dark. You know, some people might just go to the very end of the color spectrum, whatever. But like, it just they. I don't think people are aware. Like that even has a negative. Tone to it where it's like, well, why can't? what you don't want to sit with me,
2: like, oh, you, too dark over here, like, <laughs>
3: too chocolate, no,
2: too chocolate, right? <laughs> but I just feel like I feel like a lot of women across like all races fetishize dark-skinned black men, especially those who are in, like, especially those who are in incredible shape. You have to have a certain look. I feel like as a dark-skinned man, for women to like really just like crush over you like to have the six pack and to have the pearly white teeth and to be in incredible shape because these same women who say they love dark skinned men aren't going for the out of shape the other dark skinned men you know on this whole spectrum because yeah. you have to have a certain look for people to really like go after I, I think, you like the, think, the athletic build
1: those, but if you, say, if you say dark skin compared to light skin like I still think that the brothers that are not even in top shape are still getting, or you know, because at the end of the day, you you're seen as like someone as like a protector, a provider, or you know, of some sort. Like for some reason, like it's like oh, like if you dark is strong, darkest, like you know, whereas light is on the other end. If you have someone that's not fit, and say one is light skin, one's dark
2: skin, it's still gonna be the dark skin. Like I don't think. And it's also, gonna be the light skin. even with that being said, when it comes to light skin and dark skin women. Black women. So this is something that I love to see on social media is dark-skinned Black women being loved on publicly and loud
0: and being showered
2: with gifts and luxury things because for some reason that bothers people so much to see a dark-skinned woman being, like, taken care of. And you have to think about, like, why that is. It's like, are dark-skinned women always supposed to be in some sort of struggle does she yeah. always have to, like, hurt and go through pain to earn nice things? Why can't she right. just be doted and pampered and given these things? Like, you know, the light-skinned girls or the the white women or the Latino women. Like, right. we don't see... We don't get a chance to see that often with dark-skinned Black women. So whenever I see that shit, I'm just like, yes. yes. I'm like, I literally live right. to see it. And I love to see, you know, when men have their daughters you know, their chocolate little, beautiful little yeah. daughters and they boil the hell out of them. I love it. I love it. It's Show important. Show them like. It's important. It's, it's important. And to, it's I, important to have that experience because it's it's showing people like, no, I'm not supposed to be struggling my whole life. I'm not supposed to right. be this strong black woman my whole life. It's nice to have a man to take care of me and to, to do things for me just because he wants to, right. not because to love of on my me. physical appearance. Yeah, I'm 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 soft and
1: feminine, not because of my complexion. But even that even goes down to like, you know, like we look at posts and stuff like, you know, you have more. At the end of the day, you got girls showing showing ass and titties everywhere. But um, I feel like it's not until the dark until we and I could be wrong, you know, people might have other opinions, but it's not until. The dark skin woman is overtly sexualized. That then she's like lust after, oh, yeah. like mm-hmm. you gotta but you know throw like, that baby all on that ass and you know her skin down. gotta be right, right. Yeah. You know, and so and, and I think that's the reason why when we looked at the whole curly girl, curly hair movement, the if you saw a lot of the people that was like yeah, granted you had dark skinned women in this movement and the movement had been around for a cool minute, but once the light Not really. And mixed cultures start, and I think this is something you can speak of, right, e- like, once the mixed cultures really start getting in there and start, and you have Instagram and all this, and girls, like, go natural, go natural, I'm like, I'm looking at, you know, these commercials, and I'm like, that, th- that ain't my natural.
3: <laughs> right, it, <it's> not, <laughs> yeah, right.
1: That, uh-huh. that, that's completely different, you know, and it, and it took it took like dark skinned women that went through our experience to be like no fuck this i'm about to put out my own fucking product since y'all don't wanna include us like and it got right? stronger that it
3: got stronger that way because me i did the whole little curly the curly hair journey for a little bit and um granted my hair is not you know what do i don't want to say what typical black girl hair i have a sister who has thick 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 curly hair some yeah. hair is like thick and Poofy hair and it's curly and it's still natural. That's really natural. Mine's is natural to a certain extent. I still have a little mixture in there, um, but it's just it's still even though I was even though I was doing I still had the good hair, curly hair. I still got seen in a different light because I was chocolate. I felt like the girls that had lighter skin who curls probably weren't even fire as mine got more glorified than I did. And, And to me, it just kept putting me back to when I was younger, like. Being dark skin, um, you get pushed back to the side. When lighter skin get pulled to the front, like privilege, and yeah. um, I hated it, and I still hate it. Actually, to be completely honest, I'm disgusted. Yeah.
2: So
3: shit, that no, with us,
2: with us living and working in Las Vegas, it's already rare for Black women to work these venues. When you were hired, did you guys like feel surprised? Um. We hired as what as a dancer or as a server any job in Vegas as because dancer, the nightlife industry is is some is a beast so like coming in how how did that how did that like did, were you surprised to get any of these gigs i i I wasn't necessarily I wouldn't
3: necessarily say surprised i just knew going into it my competition was not with the other of any other girls besides black girls because I knew that it's only select a few black girls in the industry so me coming in the industry in Vegas my my mind thought is like okay um I'm in I'm in I'm competitive I mean I'm competing with all the other black girls so it's like it, it's rare for me to it very it's really rare for me to get picked but at the same time it's like you you just never know what you're going to get but going to these auditions is very um Gives you like a lot of anxiety, and you go to all of them, and you might not get picked to none of them. And that shit's crazy because it's like how Meek said, I look better than these bitches. <laughs> not nah,
1: facts. That shit fucks with your mind. No, I, really? How, that does. shit fucks with I, uh, your mind. It does. And then, and it
3: it can completely in fucks Instagram with
1: your hole. mind. Completely. Yeah. I like, I was, I, I, me and E was having a conversation earlier today, and I was like, it's so crazy because this morning I had a conversation with myself. I was laying in my bed, and I, in the first time in 33 years gave myself permission and told myself it's okay like like it like embrace your power be you step in in every room you step into you be you yourself like you are enough you know I had to tell myself that I had to like recognize like what my power was right and
2: do you think other races have this internal dialogue like that that I can't speak on that, on, right? Like I, I can't because I don't I don't know what it what it feels
1: like to be Latino. I don't know what it feels like to be a white woman. You know what I'm saying? I I don't know. And um, but I do know of the bullshit that I have to go through. You know, I will say this: like um, my experience with nightlife is that the first job I got with Tao. So Tao had a had a history of only hiring Asians. Like, that's it. But that it kind of goes with the theme of their, you know, their club. So I'm not going to say that it was, like, discrimin- discriminatory. I'm not going to say that because at the end of the day that's the theme of your club. You know, you got girls looking like geishas. Like, I can kind of, I, I understand that. But I got the job. But dancing at the time when I got the job, it was very rare to have a black dancer, let alone a dark-skinned Black dancer. I remember to the point, we talked about this on the show before where we could not wear our hair curly. This whole natural curl, you know, getting do a diffuser, even if it was a wig, you, girl, you better straighten that shit. Like you don't know what the fuck you think you what the hell you think this is. Now, as now that also during that time, also during that time. EDM was like way more prep was like was like dominating. Now when hip hop started coming into the picture and everybody wanted to learn how to fucking twerk, that's when my features kind of benefited me because I would walk in every audition and slam it like every single time. I never second guessed anything when it came down to dancing. You know what I'm saying? But it was because Mm -hmm. of the culture. It was honestly because of the culture. Now, on contrary, like, on the other side of things, which is crazy to me, when it came down to being a server, the it's like, we want you to dance and shuck and jive for us, but you're not about to be at these tables having a conversation and mingling and <laughs> doing all that. Yeah. Like, so, like, just even look though
2: good and just look bottles. Good.
1: we just want to see good. your ass, like, that's just what we
2: want to see. We don't mm-hmm. want look you good, over good. here. Use those, use those good looks to sell bottles. Yeah.
1: Right. Well, I uh, hmm. I don't know. I, I I don't. Yes, with cocktail servers, that's the that's the basis of it. But let's be honest. Like, co- cocktail servers make a substantially like more amount than like dancers do. So I do feel like in many ways, like like it's crazy to me that like these clubs are playing so much hip hop, but you look at their roster and it's like mm-hmm. one light-skinned, you know, black girl that you can barely tell if she's black. Only I, I only know she's black because I know her, but if you look at her, yeah. you can't tell if she's black or not. To me, that says something. That says something like, oh, like our culture is good enough for you to make money off. Oh, it's good for, you, for us to shuck and jive for your ass, but when it really comes down to put, putting us in positions where we're making money and bettering ourselves, oh, you got a motherfucking problem with that. You know, like that's how I see it. So... As y'all know, if y'all been listening to this show, I I I, I don't I don't co switch. You're going to hear my southern twang, you know what I'm saying? You're going to get all this flavor in your in this gumbo. You're going to get get it all. And I do think that because of that, like I no, I do not get selected. Like I just don't. Like, you know, I, I, I do think that my situation like one of my situations when I even served with you guys kind of put a bad stamp, you know, when I got into it with well, not even got into it, but like, how I voiced uh, a concern with some of the ladies, and because of who I am and how I am and how I express myself, it's automatically deemed as though like, it's, you know, volatile or like in some way like threatening in a sense. Like, and right. it's like I've seen, I've, been, I have seen, other people of other races do way fucking
2: worse than what the oh, fuck, girl. I did, and. When I look, when I tell you being a server was one of the most stressful things because I felt like I had to be on the entire time from not even from open to close, but from pre shift to closing. I couldn't afford to have an attitude or to have a bad day because I am going to be looked at as if I'm at, you know, the angry black girl It's like, no, like I'm human and I feel things. And, but I'm just not giving the opportunity to express my feelings. Now, the white girls and, you know, the light-skinned Latina girls, they're able to do whatever they want. When I tell you they were able to just, like, have water gun fights and, like, the way that they would joke with their, you know, with the, you know, patrons in the the venue. I didn't have that luxury. We didn't have that luxury to do that. We had to be on. And when I tell you, It it physically manifested in my body. Like I was so stressed that it made me sick to my stomach to the point where I had to go to the ER to find out what was wrong with me because I was in so much pain. It's like the stress of trying to be as perfect as trying to be as perfect as possible just weighed on me so heavily that it physically made me sick. People don't understand the stress of being a double minority, being black and being a black woman
1: woman yes it
2: really will wear and tear and you on your know, mental you, emotional you know, and like physical the, health they right. they are
1: actually right. I, I think i mentioned this in the in the show about our about our um about motherhood about um our pregnancy stories but like they are starting to show like this is the reason why representation within the healthcare system is so important because you treating a black woman is not the same as treating uh you know uh, a a white woman a oh, white woman like it's it, it is going and, and studies are starting to show that the, sh- that the the stress on the body that that a black woman goes through at like to be be under that level of stress from discrimination from racism from you know all all different types of things like just from being black in a woman <laughs> like shows that like it wears on the body like 2 2 or 3 years uh, uh, two, no maybe, maybe three to five years faster than i mean you know down on compared to a woman so you go you see like a, you see two you see a white woman you see a black woman of the same age that black woman has aged about three to five years more than like physically more than the white woman so like Ooh, it, it yeah. definitely it de- <laughs> no it's it's definitely a thing it's yeah, it's definitely a thing. And then also, let's go ahead. I want to say too, because we're talking about colorism, we're not talking about racism. Is that even like some a lot of the Latinos and Asians that are chosen like for these jobs, they are closer to a European look. Like they're, you know, they're yes. not coming in here looking like Selena. <laughs> <laughs> that,
2: that's why I said the lighter skin Latina girls. They are yeah. like they're low key. White passing. They're, yeah, passing, they're passing as white, and they, yeah, they get that you know, and it's like, oh, she's spicy Latina, and yeah, you know, they get like, cute little nicknames. It's like, it's like spicy Latina, and then with the black ones, like the angry black woman. It's black like, woman. wait, yeah. hold on. like showing the same emotion, but we get labeled as is immediately negative, angry. Yeah, mm-hmm. go ahead. I was about to say, I had a,
1: a, a girl, I had a conversation with a girl yesterday. She was about your complexion be a little bit lighter, but she had hair like, like uh, Elizabeth. And she said something to me, and I thought it spoke volumes. she said, um, you know, I didn't realize the judgment of colorism until I became the darkest one in the room.
2: And I was uh, like. Yeah. And that's <laughs> what it takes. Like, it, sometimes you have to be the, the dark girl in the room. When I tell you this has happened to me, countless times in my life, where my name gives me a pass. Yeah. My name is Bethany Anderson. You don't know mm-hmm. who is gonna walk in
3: in that right. door.
2: So, you so know, the same way I would get hired, I would get hired based off of my name and me my too. credentials. And then when they see me walk in, it's like, oh shit. Yeah. Okay. She's black. You yeah. know, and you know I'm not code switching. I'm not doing none of that shit. And it's like. Oh yes, you hire Bethany Anderson from North Carolina with the crazy southern draw and you know, she coming in with box braids or you know what I mean? Like I'm I'm really showing up as myself. In a way, it was me trying to prove a point. Like, thank you for you know, letting me in, you know, for this interview. But this is what you're gonna get. And all this shit that's on my resume, I back that shit up. Like I did that shit. I'm credentialed. Right. I'm, I'm I'm qualified for this. Not only am I qualified, I might be overqualified for this shit that right. I'm applying for. And, that, and, and then be turned down for, you know, jobs or housing or whatever, because once they see what I look like, they're, you know, they want to kind of, they call it like what an Indian giver. They give and then they yeah. take away. So that's, that's the one thing that I've had to deal with is like my name getting me in the door. Then it's like, oh, she's black. And then they want to take it away. Look, with me- people just don't see this. People, people see us like complaining. They see it as complaining when we're really just voicing like what our reality okay. is, and okay. it's so unfair right. that people aren't really taking the time to recognize that colorism and racism. What well, colorism is is from racism. Yeah. It's something that was like implemented, you know, yeah. to within the black community to Keep do the hard work. Keep and it- yeah. It's less work for the white people to do if we're over here fighting over some over bullshit. Over who, who's darker and who's lighter
1: and who's considered what and who's considered better or and and so on. What I does that saying, even I matter? It's a
2: stereotype. It's a stereotype of what is acceptable as black, right? It's black as fuck. It's whack Go ahead. But, but one of one of the key components that you
1: that you brought up and I was having this conversation this morning too, where it was like it's performing like. You know like oh. you like and and that and, and it does help you out like you have to perform like you have to like really like drive it down like and just like outperform and out deliver you know on whatever your talent is and that and allow your talent to speak for itself even though sometimes like like you know like you said like your name got you in the door meet this Messiah Johnson <laughs> no do- it was a lot of no, 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 no doors was opening for me okay But, but like, yeah, it's like, but once you get in the door and like you just outshine and outperform. And um, my friend, he was saying, he was like, I couldn't give them a reason. He's like, and it was a lot of times in my life where I was the only, I was the only representation of, for our people. And I could not give them the slightest opportunity to like, basically, you know, call you know, think of, think of us as less than. And to carry all that, like, you know, all that responsibility on one shoulders is like, right. it's heavy.
2: It's a lot. It's it heavy. Is heavy. It is so heavy to the point where it will physically make you sick. And I feel like that's what happened to me. It was so heavy to try to be the representation of all black women. Yeah. Because at a exactly. lot of points, I was the only black person or black woman in a building, in a company. And so, The moment I fuck up, I feel like I'm fucking up everything for everybody else that's coming behind me or that wants the same position in the future. Like, so not only am I, I'm trying to work to provide for my family and take care of myself and to be an adult, one, which is already stressful enough. Then two, to have to live up to the standards that I don't fuck shit up for people that's coming in after me. That is a lot of stress. Yes. It's, It's so heavy that black people are dying because of stress yes this is a this is when I tell you this is a topic for a whole nother episode when it comes to stress in the black community and why we're like dying at higher rates yes from maternity you know mortality it's just it's it's so they sick they, they're
1: doing autopsies on us and you'll see that like the heart is like um enlarged. Or our organs are like enlarged because they're they're overworked, mm-hmm. you know, like from the stress on the body. My mom is is uh, you know, someone that suffers severely from stress because of stress. She deals with kidney failure, like that was like what drove her kidneys over. So like yeah, like stress is definitely a huge thing. But the crazy thing is that, like like you said, some of these components of stress are not even like just everyday life it's more like of these societal norms of like getting discriminated against or having to endure prejudice just because you know God put a little bit more drops of melanin in my formula like Mm that like Uh. just just because of that like it's crazy it's completely crazy but but also another thing too that I also dealt with is the uh, assumption that like by from from like other from from fellow black people of like oh like you you can't be educated or I, i'm surprised how <laughs> i'm surprised of like like dang i didn't know that you were that educated like i'm
2: like i've been told this from like fr- friends like mm-hmm. this is what I'm, I'm saying like, colorism I'm like, creates a stereotype it creates a mm-hmm. stereotype like People, for some reason, just cannot see a dark-skinned woman being successful. It's like we have to work 10 times harder than everybody else, from even our Black men. We have to work so much harder to just be somewhat on the same level as everyone else, yeah. to just be seen a little bit as equal, but we're, we're never seen as equal. No. But. I'm telling you, the colorism literally creates these stereotypes where people will put you in this box. So the moment that you, you know, get your degree, you get your PhD, you know what I mean? Like you're, you're excelling in your education and it surprises people. Why?
1: Why is that such a surprise? Like, why is that? Especially, but like to get it from, from friends though, people that you sit and have conversation with and it's like. Like you've, expe- like if, you know, someone being a stranger, I don't know what their background is or whatever, but for someone to sit and like break bread with you and have conversations with you and still be like, oh, I didn't, you know, I'm surprised
2: that, like, I'm like, how, why, why is that surprising to you? Girl, it's a stereotype. And, and I feel like sometimes there are people from lighter complexions that will hang out with the darker skinned girls to make themselves mm-hmm. feel better because That's they a- want to be the. They want the attention, they want the spotlight. So, you know, you hang out with, cause most most of the time, the dark skinned black girl is the sidekick in the movies and the TV yes. shows, yes. never the main character. So yes. a lot of people will position themselves in other people's lives to be the main character and the dark skinned girl is the sidekick. Right. And that's, we've seen it in The Proud Family, we see it in Martin, yeah. we see it in all of these shows black shows created by us for us you even see it in
1: like some classic movies like look at boomerang
0: like you know like
2: you look
1: at all these (laughs) coming to america
2: look at coming look at coming to america Right. Lisa McDowell and her sister, her own sister, dark yes. skin and a light skin girl. girl, and they are, have two completely different personalities, and one is completely looked down upon because she's, like, this gold digger, and she just wants the rich guy, and it's right. like, you know, the light skin sister is just glorified, and she becomes this queen, and, you know, it's just... Within our own community. These are our own people who are writing and directing and producing these movies. And we are being fed this. Right. So when I see a show like Insecure, I am going up for it because I'm yeah. seeing all these black women of all skin tones giving, being given the same energy. I, right. like, we need more of this. We need more of the whole debate about colorism. We need to talk about it. For some reason, it makes people so uncomfortable. Completely but we uncomfortable. we need to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And we need it to reflect in Hollywood. Like, right. I, I know Hollywood is some bullshit, but we can create our own shit. But when we see people like, and I like Tyler Perry, but he is right. uh, he's guilty of it, too. Like, Definitely. he's guilty of it, too. When you see, you know, Medea's family reunion, it's always like, the, the dark-skinned man is like the most violent, yeah, and then the violent, the yeah. And,
1: you know, and then the light-skinned
2: thing. man comes in and swoops in and saves the day. It's like yeah, what, Yeah. yeah, going so on here? <laughs>
3: yeah. yeah.
2: So real quick, real quick, did you guys hear Danny Lee's song "Yellow Bone Girl"? Uh, Yellowbone? Girl. <laughs>
3: yeah, Girl. I'm so disappointed. Okay. I liked her. Girl,
2: I, I did too. When shit like this happens, this is when all your business comes out. Mm-hmm. So, Danny Lee, you know me and Meek, we love dancing to her song. Uh, what was it? Uh Lil Bae. Lil Bae. Lil Bae. Lil Bae. Like, yo, that yeah. was our shit. Mm-hmm. And so, come to find out, you know, after this whole thing with her song "Yellow Bone," talking about um, what what is that? "Yellow Bone" is what he wants. Yeah. Yellow bonus, what he wants. How me? Uh, Yellow bonus,
3: what
0: he wants.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and it's like you have a song like this, and of course, social media is gonna absolutely react. Bruh. Like Bruh. at this point, you should know this is 2021. Instagram Bruh. and Twitter have been out for over 10 years. Yeah. At what mm-hmm. point do you not understand that this is problematic? So. With that being said, you know she releases this song, and Twitter gets on her ass, and they have you know found her parents, and it's like, bro, are you even black? No, she's not. Because her parents are like,
1: they yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They're, yeah, they're not, she's not like like when I say not black, she's not African American. No, she's not. So what, what is what like,
2: is her? What, like what, not. Is she is she, is she Dominican? Like like they're, they're Latina. Like no but but at the same time, it's just like I'm so tired of seeing these non-black women cosplay us. Oh like Oh, when you just say say it again. Bro, say it they're again. Because <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> like like in like, like, you know what? Up. you're getting you're getting the surgeries, you're getting the lip injections, you're getting your booty done, you're getting the, the tans to be as dark as us. Right, but, getting the wig. Really, now, now they the wig. Wig.
1: Now, And I'm not trying to say, listen, I'm not trying to say that black women are the only ones that can fucking wear wigs. It's not about you wearing the wig. It's about you ripping the culture. Like the reason why you think that this shit is hot is because we fucking made it hot. But you don't, you don't endure the backlash of wearing the wig of like, well, why you gotta, you know, I can't touch your hair, can't get your hair wet, oh, you got thin edges. Mm-hmm. Y'all don't got to endorse shit like that. You don't. So it's like, it's like okay, cool. You want to go ahead and have Eric and Tay go ahead put you a wig on and you know what I'm saying and, and tan your skin, do that. But also you need to recognize that like 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 that, like to me, I'm disappointed in her because like even if you are not aware that that's triggering, once, once social media starts to go up in your ass, the fact that she commented what the fuck she commented like there's a time where you need to just sit down and learn
2: you know what i mean what did she say like tell uh, tell the listeners what she said because she she said i never looked at my skin as a privilege i never i never looked at me as i'm better than somebody because of my skin tone and it's like how are you so how are you so deaf bro no, like, you're no, so no. tone deaf. Read the room. Like, at what point did you think it was okay? Like, even yeah. Beyonce, okay? Back in, like, 2007, she made a song called Creole. And she's talking about all the different Creole, you know, complexion women. But she didn't release this because I feel like she knew, you know what? Maybe this isn't a good idea to talk about Black women and our different complexions. That was, a, you know, something she decided not to do. But... Cool. But it's... Go ahead, make. Yeah.
1: I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry because like you like I, I feel like beyonce's Beyonce is different because because of beyonce's background and 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 like and also, like like that girl that I spoke to yesterday when she said she wasn't she wasn't aware of how impactful colorism was until she became the darkest one in the room. So you do have a lot of people that are walking around that, like are. Like yeah, you hear about it, but you don't really understand and feel what that feels like to be judged on something like as simple as the color of your skin. Like until you are judged on the color of your skin. So the thing about these uh, a lot about light-skinned girls is that like they walk around with privilege, and like, and some of them either are are just straight unaware or they don't want to acknowledge that they have privilege. So to me it's not the fact that she didn't know that like they, that she didn't that she wasn't like, "Oh, okay, you know what, let me not do that." It's not that. It's the fact that once the room was red, once the room was like, "Sis, no, this is not it. This is not the way. Like, don't like this is triggering as fuck. Don't do this." The fact that she doubled down on it to me was the was the issue? Because now it's a chance to learn. Like you, as a as a as a social media influencer, comes it comes great responsibility. You can't sit up here and say that like, oh, I don't care what people think. No, sis, your whole career is based off of what people think. That's the reason why you have followers. That's the reason why you have this popularity. So you can't sit up here and make that notion of I don't care what people think. Once you release what the fuck you release, and you saw that the people that normally supports you is not rocking with it. It is your responsibility to sit your ass down, learn, learn a little bit, and then come back and actually apply, like, what we say, B and E on this show, some compassion and some understanding. But to double down on it, like,
2: that just made it completely worse to me. Like, yeah, it's just that's why it's just so annoying to see, you know, women who are not black step into this realm and cosplay our lives and not understand the backlash that they're receiving. That, that's the part that is like a slap in the yeah. face. It's like, did you not know what the fuck you were signing up for? Do right. you not understand why, you know, there are women who are darker than you, who are way more talented than you are, right. who are not given these same opportunities, and you're coming in just like treating this shit like it's a fucking game. It's a sl- right. slap in the it face. They
3: act completely naive about the situation. Like, it doesn't right. that's, the, until that's until the part they're that approaching it. A question or something about it you know
1: right exactly so she said she said why can't I make a song for my light-skinned baddies why y'all think I'm hating on other colors when there are millions of songs speaking on all types why y'all so sensitive and take it personal god damn
3: that 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 right there just showed how insensitive you are about the situation and you still don't give a fuck
1: bro and suck. do you not this understand but do you do you not understand why like that's the thing too that that a lot of people that don't endure racism and colorism that they do not understand is that we wouldn't have to make songs like dark skin girl you know what i'm saying if dark skin girls weren't treated like so badly you wouldn't have to you wouldn't have to like let dark-skinned girls know like your skin is beautiful if the world wasn't telling them that their skin was not beautiful like like, there's a reason beyonce had that song yes those are and and she even notes it like you know she noticed that the the difference that she the treatment that her and kelly would get you know and they're both fucking beautiful so there's a reason why people like why artists have decided to like go out of their way to create music, content, art specifically made for people of darker complexion. Because the world is constantly telling them that they are less than shit for, for a majority for like half of the time of our existence. We were we were deemed as less than human. So excuse me, Miss Danny Lynn. If if we have to, you know, be reminded that, you know, that people care about us. Like, excuse me, Mr. Dayland, if people, you know, no, we don't want to hear a song about <laughs> light-skinned fucking baddies. Like, the fuck, dog? Like, and that's a bad wig. And a bad <laughs> wig, dog. That's what I'm trying to say. And then, but this is, a, this is a clear example of that. Because at the end of the day, if you're beautiful, you're beautiful. I see some, you see some, some like, light-skinned women, and you be like, damn like that girl is just it's just that she's beautiful it's not because she's light-skinned it, no you're just gorgeous right but then you and I think that's another thing too when you're going into like these auditions or for jobs or for any type of opportunity and you see these people getting a pass and it's like look at this like look at her like and I'm not about to tear Danny down but I'm just saying though like for you to like she doesn't understand the weight that it carries and why it's triggering. And I think that's, like uh, to me, that was very ignorant of her to not realize, like, you know what, damn, this is, this obviously has hurt a lot of people. Let me learn something about this. Like, maybe it's something that I'm missing. You know what I mean? Like, why does this trigger y'all so much? You know, like, don't come back and double down on that type of shit. Like, that. Uh, to me, that was a really bad that was that was a bad play. And um her, her her music was kinda iffy on some people as it is. So low key, like unless she comes back with like a Whitney Houston, Michael Jackson, you know, <laughs> uh track, and we both know that they did. So I feel like that's impossible. Uh <laughs> I just don't think that <laughs> it's gonna be hard to save herself. Like you better come, you better come hard and look it's well, like, like me yeah.
3: said, Danny, you should have sat back and educated yourself before you made a yeah. song like that.
2: Simple as that. <laughs> yeah. No, definitely. Wouldn't, what New York? What New York say? You should just sat there and ate your food. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes, shut the just fuck shut up. up bro. Like, shut, shut up. up. And when listen, <laughs> listen to other people,
1: yeah. right? <laughs> and, when, and when you're on those platforms, like the 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 probability of you being corrected stands higher, right? Like, the more the more followers you get, the more attention you get. Like, sure. you're going to say some outlandish shit, and someone is going to be like, yo, like, and come react. talk you know to I me mean? and, and react to it. Like, you, if you can't always face this stuff as a defense, and just because we big, and just like how she said, because we're big enough dark-skinned girls, we're not... We're not trying to down light-skinned girls, but 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 we have to acknowledge that light, that fair-skinned people have an advantage, that there is a privilege there. Don't sit up and say that you go through the same... Like, no, it's not the same. Like, and it's okay. And you need to just fucking acknowledge that. No, if we... If a man... We have, you know... You can sit here and say black power, and it doesn't ring, but if you say white power... That has a whole different tone to it. It's just some mm-hmm. shit you just can't say. Period. Oh Lord. That's so period.
3: That's
2: on, period. Period. Right. <laughs> that's
1: on period. And that's on what? <laughs> like I swear, if 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 Adele came out with a song called Wiking Girl, like she'll be done. Like you can't do shit like that. You can't. Like so. Before before we wrap the show, Meek, do you have a quote for us? It's simple. Um, it's dark skin is not a crime, light skin is not a prize. You just keep it simple.
2: Say it again oh, for the people in the back. Yeah. In a <laughs> bike. In a bike. So you know, for our listeners, I think you guys should know by now. You can watch us on YouTube. Search Crazy Sexy Cool Podcast we are on the bomb feed it's us on mondays kicking it off on mondays tuesdays we have the og bomb show wednesdays we have wednesday service with naima and karin for short look karin he is one of those people that i like to call randomly on facetime and we would just be on the phone for like for no reason just talking um and thursday we have woke bros with waz nando Fridays, Growing Up the Same with Trey and Jason. So make sure you subscribe so you can see all of this shit, all this content that we got for y'all. Make sure you subscribe and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Pod. And check out our little website, y'all. We got CrazySexyCoolPod.com where you can watch and listen and interact and follow us on Instagram, even though, you know, Elizabeth might not interact. But, you know... (laughs) you know we kind of I, I'll read it <laughs> yes you will you will leave a <laughs> motherfucker straight in a DM request looking crazy you know when I look when I think about Liz's like DM requests, I see it as like this like empty waiting room and niggas is just <laughs> in there like sitting there waiting for their number <laughs> to be called and it's not gonna be called like she will so not bad. bring you into she's not bringing you into the main stage okay I'll bring you to the chat She might screenshot it But she ain't let you in Uh, You ain't gonna get no scene You ain't gonna know she's seen it or not That shit is crazy Ah. Uh, (laughs) So until (laughs) next time We'll see you on Monday We out